Now Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, located on the South Shore, and I have been working as a full-time realtor and sales and marketing consultant for home buyers and home sellers for the past 15 years. My unique approach to assisting my clients to the next chapter of their lives is driven by being a team player and by offering them continuous training, education, advising, and mentoring. Every week, I will be providing you with real estate topics ranging from home buyer and home seller advice, legal matters, insurance binders, flood insurance concerns, home inspection questions, environmental worries like radon, lead paint, and mold, mortgages and loan programs, staging tips and ideas, real estate contracts, market trends, home values, and more. It's a talk radio show, and you can follow along online. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. If you missed any of our shows, you can listen on my podcast at talkrealestateradio.com. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me regarding your home sale or your home purchase, you can connect with me anytime at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. Well, my pleasure, neighbors, this is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, Mary Baker, Melissa Wallace. We have special guests in the house tonight with us. The yes. best special guest. I know. I love that I'm going to see the one that's sitting right next to me throw up. I know. I know. I always make it on time, so you don't have to worry about it, okay? I know. I know. So um, I just want to make sure that you guys are speaking right into the microphone. So if we have to switch where you uh, definitely have yeah. your own, that's fine. We can make everything work just perfectly fine. So uh, we'll move things around as we're talking here. We're um, trying a new studio thing out tonight. Yeah. So, Ben, did you hear what happened today? I did not. What happened today? <laughs> so, um, we are actually um, doing some, making some adjustments and moving some furniture and stuff around. And Mark ended up moving our table with Nick, who's one of our guests. That's a that's a secret the, um, guest that we have here tonight. Um, and to be disclosed later. <laughs> to be disclosed soon. And we had to move the table up, and I was literally having heart palpitations. I was like, oh, my gosh, what if this thing doesn't work? So, Larry tested with us. So, I think we sound good, yeah? Yeah, no, everything sounds great, and Larry's actually here, so I'll tell him that he did a great job making sure that the move went well. I hope the uh, new oh, arrangement good. is uh, working out. Can't wait to see it on Facebook Live. Oh, yeah, we're here on Facebook Live. Thank you for letting everybody know. So do we have Trish in there? Yeah, Trish yeah. is in there. Okay, good. I don't know She's who's front who. and center. Because <laughs> it's good. I can, with my we need glasses. You glasses. Well, we don't have a fun space anymore. Like downstairs, we were in front of the fireplace. Well, it was we will. Cozy. It'll be there. Yeah, we'll get there. So now we're just in what we were, we were calling the chat room. We were calling it the think tank. Yeah, I called it the think tank. The think tank. But no one was in here thinking, so we figured we'd just put the studio <laughs> in here. Um, so tonight we have special guests. Oh, a couple of things, too. Ben, did they tell you that we're running until 7.30 tonight? That they did tell me, and I'm very excited to hear that. <laughs> Oh, good. good, so we're not going to get cut off at 7 and you say, peace, guys. <laughs> Show's over, guys. Come on, you know the deal. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have the music running. So uh, to all our listeners, uh, the show is basically going to be the same as we were several months ago. And we are going to um, introduce our guests and tell you a little bit about our topic, give you some information on how you can watch us and find us and listen to us. And then we'll have the one and only Lisa DeMilo calling in. And um, I'm sure the traffic is not looking great tonight because of the rainy, yucky weather out there. So um, she can get everybody home safe. And then when we come back from break, we're going to get right into um, more of our topic with our guests. How's that sound? That sounds great. I think she's are you ready excited? to go. Whenever I'm very you are. excited. What about you, Nick? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> He's ready to roll. I didn't know if it was still a secret if I could speak yet. Yeah, you can speak. Right. You're, you're good. We're all set. So, um, so we are going to uh, Mary. Why don't you introduce our guest tonight? I okay? would love to. I'd love to take the honors. Um, so our co-hosts tonight, our guest co-hosts, are the newly formed um, Flynn team, comprising of our beautiful husband and wife team, Nick and Trish Flynn. Hi, Hi guys. Hi. Hi Thanks for having us. Good. How are you, Nick? This is your first time on the show, huh? This is. Yeah. How I, are you feeling? It's like a lifetime dream of mine. So. <laughs> Do you, you have some like, applause in the background there? Okay. Check. Okay, all right. Now I feel like a little bit of a celebrity, then, you know, you're happy to be on the show with us. Why don't you guys tell everybody a little bit about you? Trish, you've been here. I'm sure any of our listeners know exactly who you are and what you do. But why don't you give a little refresher of what you guys do, the areas that you service? Awesome. Yes, so I am Trish Flynn, and I have worked at Boston Connect since the very beginning, uh, 10 glorious years. Um, so I started as like, you know, administrator and, and an agent. And I know. Then, I was your little mini-me, like following you around all the time. Yeah, we had a blast. Um, so, and now it's just, you know, kind of drifted. And now Nick and I have formed a team and it's awesome. And it's, I love it. Speaking of drifted, can I just tell a really funny story real quick yeah. before Lisa comes on? The first time I ever remember going out with you, it was in your little infinity mm-hmm. that had no heat. Yes. And <laughs> zero heat. And you had a little blanket that covered you up. And you told me the night before, you said, hey, you you have to, you know, bundle Dress up. Warm. Dress warmly. You had a window. I think there was a window that was down and it was stuck. Yeah. And no, it was just the no heat. Just no, no heat. heat. Yeah. And, and you took me to my very first home inspection. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is really glamorous. <laughs> this is the glamorous life of a real estate agent. And yeah, like if you sell enough, you can get heat. Yes, you've got to get that heat. I forget how long you lived without heat. It was a while. It was a long time. It was. You know, I'm going to just drive this thing into the ground and, you know, not going to change. Oh, a little secret. I gave, you know, Nick and I swapped cars and he got heat as soon as he took it over. He's like, I can't do this. Are you kidding me? I'm like, I've been like this for months. Well, obviously he couldn't hack it, but yeah. hopefully our our guys on the road um, do have some heat. So Lisa DeMilo from the WATD Traffic Studio, if you want to tell us what's going on out there, that'd be great. Oh, for sure, Sharon. First, I like the applause. So if someday there's no traffic, I'll expect applause to that, okay? <laughs> well, the expressway southbound is a grind from the tunnel down past Columbia Road. You're back in it from Squanum Street to the split north Angeles up towards the tunnel. Route 3 South, that's backed up from the expressway down past Union Street. And Route 24 South is slow through Avon and down past 495. This report is sponsored by Unbound.org. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor, an elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. Traffic on the nines every morning. I'm Lisa DeMilo in the WATD Traffic Center. 
We now return to Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services on 95.9 WATD. We are back. Um, we were just having a little bit of fun off air, you know, trying to figure out our new studio stuff um, and reminiscing about my first experience with Trish on the road and how amazing that was. Um, hopefully, I didn't I didn't catch Lisa's um, report, but hopefully everybody is making it home okay and we don't have any major accidents going on out there. I know people can get a little wonky when it's raining. Um, me, personally, I love the rain. I'd go sing in the rain. <laughs> it's not a fun commute. <laughs> no. Well, especially if you're coming from the city yeah. or down here or, or commuting in through the city. Um, so... Is it, before you go, is this the official new studio or are we just temporary here? I think we might just be temporary here. Okay. We like the ambiance of downstairs with yeah. our, our lights and our fireplace, but up here is just kind of... You know, you make do. Yeah, when you I sort of like it, you, though. I like it up here. I'm not going to lie. Because we have full, well, we have full-size windows. Well, well, we'll decorate it a little bit better, but uh, no one no one listening to us on their way home right now can see it. That's <laughs> so very true. They're, they're fine with it. Yeah. So we just have a little couple of things that we have to rearrange with, you know, just our equipment and all that. But uh, once our little renovation is done downstairs, I think it's the space looks so much better with nothing there. I can't believe how, I like, I think people are going to be amazed. Yeah. It looks so have different. You been, have you seen, like, yeah. he Covered. My thing is brick. I love brick. Yeah. So when we were looking downstairs, it had like this old like round stone on the fireplace. And mm-hmm. I said to him, oh, why don't you like maybe you could like box it out and just put some of that like faux type brick on it. Yeah. You know how I love my brick. And then he came up and he said to me earlier, do I have permission to do whatever I want down there? I was like, yes, please leave me alone. I'd like to do this thing called work right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So. And then he yelled up to us. He's like, hey, girls, if you hear something loud, I'm okay. And then we heard something crash. And he uncovered brick underneath all those big boulders. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but he's so useful. You know, you, I, I mean, haven't seen that part so yet. <laughs> I don't he, think that's what I was looking for. He, he is quite the handy guy. Yeah. But he's getting all the kudos right now. Resourceful. Yes. He took he's the bo- he useful. took the boulders and he's listening right now. He took the boulders that were on there and he put them in our stone wall. Oh, already? No yeah, oh, right? Awesome. Yeah, so yeah. he already put them in the stone wall. So. Oh, he yeah. works Was quick. that like he was just experimenting and found brick, or did he like have an indication that there was brick under there? He was taking down some of, you know, because they had had water in the basement yeah. down here. Remember, that's been my concern, because we were going to do offices and all kinds of stuff down there, and mm-hmm. we were like... I'm really worried about doing something too permanent because I don't know. We haven't been here a full year yet, so I really want to see what happens. And he was taking down some of the um, areas that did have some rot, you know, from the water. And he, I think he saw right behind, and then he went up higher, and then he's like, I saw this, like, I knew that there was brick back there. He goes, I took my chances, but I figured you wouldn't divorce me either way. Well, so the way I looked at it all, we would have to do is, Box it in. Box it in and yeah. put more brick up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Worst so, case scenario, yeah. we're going to make the brick. Yes, and we would be all set. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And um, Melissa is trying to get us onto Facebook Live, so you can find us there, uh, Sharon Costa McNamara. And if you have any questions for us tonight, uh, please feel free to uh, call in. And I'm going to let Mary continue on with your discussions about letting Trish and Nick uh, introduce themselves. Absolutely. Um so before the before the break, you guys were starting to talk about Trish. You've been in the business for ten years. You've been with Boston Connect for ten years, and then you have your wonderful husband who's sitting next to you. Yeah. So he actually was the one that pushed me to get licensed ten years ago. So 
he got his license 10 years ago too, but... Um, <laughs> Oh, I always forget that. You guys have been licensed the same amount of time. Okay. Yeah, we took the class together. We were like, you know, this will be fun. It's like date night, only we're going to go learn something. <laughs> and now you have date day now every have date day. Life about every minute of every day. It's lovely. I love it. But yeah, so now he's full active. Was it April? Technically April of last year, but I didn't come on full time until basically July. Okay. Yeah. So what were you doing beforehand? So you're encouraging your wonderful wife to to kill it, and she does. <laughs> she kills it in real estate, Thank but you. she's just like, you know what? I'm I'm so busy. I need the help. Yes. And then you're like, hey, I'm gonna take a leap of faith. Is that how it kind yeah, of went down? I, yeah. I mean, in the back of my head, I w- had always hoped that eventually I could get to real estate. It's mm-hmm. definitely a passion of mine. So. Uh, you know, I was at, operated in the construction world for a long time. Um, well, that's always good in real estate to know that stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and I, you know, I, I, do, I, it was commercial construction, mm-hmm. so it didn't have as much of a passion for it. I do love residential construction. I love mm-hmm. residential real estate. That's why I'm so happy to be into this. So you're also resourceful, is what I just heard. <laughs> oh, he's so resourceful. That's why you're I'm also very him. handy. Handy. Yes. I don't Wait. have one of those, so. <laughs> Sorry. Fit a Sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But it's yeah, like, it was, it's it's been. I mean, it's been awesome. I, Trish, thank you know, she was able to build a business to the point where we were. I was able to make the transition over, and mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for anything more than that. I'm just so thankful that she was has been so successful to allow us to be able to do that. And now we work together every day, and we and continue to grow and build a business. That's it's fun. Awesome. It's a lot it of fun. And they, um, you couldn't be learning from anybody better, and oh. yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Besides, I mean, me and Sharon are okay. And Melissa's yeah. pretty good, too. Well, it's um, funny, like, it as husband and wife. Down, yeah. It just all trickles down, though. It just down. Oh, it absolutely does. But you are one of the most meticulously organized people I have ever so met I in thought. my life. Oh, so I thought until he joined me. And now I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. Like, <laughs> I need a break. What? I didn't know that there was more organization that could be brought to this. Oh, well, I mean, when you're getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock in the morning to be here, yeah. Um, yeah. He's I taught she, her a few things too, by the way. That's that's why I said we're not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it just it all gets passed passed well, on. One passed of the on. my favorite stories. Let's tell our favorite Trish story. So one of my favorite <laughs> stories. This is, could go a couple of ways. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, no, I won't. I, there's certain not stories. The I, finger certain, day. <laughs> no, I won't. I won't tell the pregnancy stories for okay. sure. Uh, but I do remember, um, you know, Trish was actually, so I've known Trish for a very long time. We met at Vacation Bible School and she was one of the counselors and I was uh, like the director of the counselors or whatever. And then I worked at USA Health and Fitness and I had some positions open for, I took care of the kids activity center. So I asked one of Trish's friends if she wanted a job and she said yes. And then Trish, this little fiery redhead comes <laughs> running up to me one day and she's like, I need a job too. Can I have a job too? <laughs> and I was like, yes, of course you can. So we go back that far. So what were you, a junior in high school? I was. I was like 15 years old. Yeah. It's about and as far wow. as I go back with Nick. Yeah. 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 So and basically you guys celebrate the same anniversary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, except for we never broke up. <laughs> 
people. <laughs> Facebook could see the red faces now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then from there, you know, she obviously she babysat Casey and Mackenzie, and Mary. She got a flat tire one time on her oh way over. Lord. She was so upset, and I was like, "Please don't worry. Like, who cares? Like, where? Even us just thinking about going. Like, if we got in the car by ourselves and went to the end of the street, we were happy. Yeah. <laughs> right. We know that feeling now. You yes. know that yes. now. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and. Um, so then after that, then they, you know, off to college and marriage and, you know, back and forth to San Diego. Will Nick tell everybody why? And then um, she called and said that they were going to look for a house. So I was her buyer's agent. Then they left again and then they came back and she called. We're the best buyers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, back and forth, back, back and forth. forth. Uh, and Nick literally flushed every single toilet, every single toilet we've ever That's got to be that, that constru- commercial construction background or something going on there. Just want to make sure it flushes. Yeah. So. And um, not the wrong way. Yeah, exactly. So um, from there, she called me and said, hey, can you meet with me? Met her at Starbucks. And she said, I got my real estate license. And I was wondering if I could, you know, you could mentor me or, you know, show me what to do. And I said, I am literally opening a real estate office tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like it couldn't, it couldn't have. have- than any perfect. Yeah, it it just worked out perfectly. So uh, fast forward, we were putting everything together for Boston Connect Real Estate and had the office space. It was literally Gymboree. And my favorite day is the day that Trish and I are running around and we have like coupons for Michael's and we're like buying, here, now you have the coupon, you buy them. And, you know, (laughs) we're buying all kinds of frames and everything. And she was taking notes as we're driving. And and again, it's like, it was remind me to do this, remind me to do that. And when she finished, so she has a psychologist psychology degree she looked at me and she's like basically you're schizophrenic yeah. <laughs> it was just like your mind is going going and I notice it like when I get in the car too it's like as soon as I get in the car I'm like oh I gotta do that oh I gotta mm-hmm. do that oh I gotta do that and I'm like, and you don't and have I, a Sharon sitting next to you. And I don't have anybody sitting next to me. Like, but now you have notes. Nick. Yeah. So. I do have Nick. No. Yeah. So it's very helpful. But, but yeah. do you find yourselves doing that? Because I, I do it with Mark a lot. And I was like, oh, I just thought of this. Can you remind me to do this? Can you remind me to do that? And are you yeah. very good? At, is one of you good about writing it down for the other one? Yeah, because like when I come down in the morning, they'll be like post-it notes as <laughs> to all the stuff I need to do. Because <laughs> he'll remind me. Because I'll be like, oh, I got to do that. I got to do I'll be like, yep. Yep, and then That's he'll be like, you need though. to make sure you contact so-and-so today, and we have to update this person. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Well, that's great. That's one of the nice things that works about having a team mm-hmm. and having somebody who's there to help you side-by-side side because together you're better, right? Yeah, and yeah. there's so many times where like you just want to make it convenient for the client, and you have to be in multiple places at once in real estate. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. always do, and it's like, book your home inspection for whenever, and then I'm like, okay we'll make it work we'll make it work and we do and that's the wonderful part of like just like dividing and conquering yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and you have been doing a lot of things together too which is really nice because nick has been able to as much as you hear it at home i think being part of it is really important don't you think yeah i mean just yeah being in it every day and getting to shadow her and Mm -hmm. her be my mentor is is huge Mm -hmm. yeah so we, I, we try to do as much as possible together, and then when it makes sense, we divide, and the more and more we do it, the more we'll divide. But yeah. 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 And that's good, too, because you also have, you know, the ability to be with the boys and things like that, too. Yeah. So, you know, juggling them and still being a, you know, integral part of their life and, you know, your mom obviously helping um, yes. and your mom as well, right? Yes. So yeah. I invited the boys to come here tonight. That's I, right. Could yeah. you imagine? It's like nighttime. It's like the witching hour. <laughs> well, they were, um, Luke was like the star of the day on the show when oh, we were at our grand yeah. opening. Yes. Right. yes. Uh-huh. Yep. He was actually really cute, just like kind of sitting there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. 
must have been why he wanted headphones for Christmas. Yeah, He's like, yeah. I need headphones. I'm like, I and have specifically to... Beats, too. Yes, you know? Beats. I'm like, yeah, you're six years old. That's not <laughs> happening. I'm like, you're going to break them in a week. What are you going to plug them into? That's, the, that's my thought. I'm like, I have nothing to plug them into. I'm like, and you're too little. When you use iPad, I need to hear what's going on. Yeah, you know? so, exactly. But it that's was so funny. funny. He loved it. Yeah. I think we're live now. Did Were you able to get it to go? Not yet. Oh, okay. Sorry. This is hard at work. Oh, good thing we have Melissa here. So Melissa is going to be joining us soon. So, um, all right. So Trish, we heard, I mean, with your background too. So you went to school and you had a psychology degree in psychology, yeah, right? Yeah. So I think that a lot of people who are in real estate actually have degrees in other things. Do you find that you find it useful in any way? I mean, other than taking care of me? Um <laughs> No, I use it every day. It's like helpful, like active listening and, you know, just helping people get through the most stressful thing of their life. I mean, it's very mm -hmm. challenging to sell and buy and it's very emotional. Yeah. Um, so I think I use it all the time mm -hmm. and it's. It, I think it certainly has helped me. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think, too, I think it's a way of sometimes your approach is calmer, even though inside you're probably like, Rah! Well, everybody loves when my reviews come back, and it's like, she's so calm and patient <laughs> yeah. with me, and everybody's like, do they know the same Trish that we know? And I'm like, oh, I'm goodness. only feisty when I have to be. Yeah. Well, and you're fighting for your client, right? right. You, and this is the nice thing about our home here is that when we get behind these walls and our frustrations happen, we have all been in that same situation. So we're there to help each other. Yeah, and absolutely. Lean in. So, so Nick, why don't you tell our listeners, um, other than the fact about joining the team recently, a little bit about your history and uh, what your professions were, you know, from beginning to where we are now. Yeah. So. Um as I was describing earlier, uh, I worked on, in commercial construction for a while for a couple of large electrical contractors in the Boston mm -hmm. area. So we did most of the um, most of the large projects, skyscrapers, hospitals, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then, you know, I did that for about 15 years. Prior to that, I was in the Marine Corps. I was a captain in the Marines, mm -hmm. deployed a few times to Iraq. Um, Great experience all mm -hmm. around. Um, some experiences that I would never want to have again and some yeah. that I would love to have again. But mm -hmm. um, prior to that, I went to Norwich University, mm -hmm. which is a military college for those that aren't familiar. Mm -hmm. uh, so I did ROTC, commissioned as a lieutenant into the Marine Corps. So mm -hmm. that, that great opportunity to learn about leadership and management yeah, and really that's... be professionally trained in leadership and management and definitely helped me with my career right out the gate because those are kind of those intangible skills that mm -hmm. people don't necessarily, you know, employers don't necessarily teach. Yeah, so. I think that they're really difficult. I would say that that is the biggest difficulty I have had through my processes. I mean, I have come out uh, recently to let everybody know that I used to be embarrassed to say it, that I do not have a college degree. And, um, but if I was a hockey player, I would be a scrapper. And one thing I'm not afraid to do is work. But I would say that the biggest setback for me has been some of those leadership tech you know in management skills you know i'm more of a oh if you don't mind would you please do you know what i mean you know what i mean not i was never very good at delegating i did it all myself i overloaded myself you know so um but it's one of the things that i love about your personality not just because i love you because i love you but like you're always so calm to me and always in control <laughs> yes always right? always, always. 
always in control and that to me is that's a talent and um, before we go too far um, I'm sure all of us want to thank both of you for your service because thanks it's, guys yeah it's a big thing I mean we have met with we met with two veterans this past weekend and um, both of them with disabilities and things and they were deployed and you hear these stories and it's not just the husband it's the wife too and Trish, you told us a story recently, like you're on the phone and you hear, dur, 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 and then I got to go. And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> you know, you're just waiting. Yeah, you're just waiting. waiting. So um, I'm just really glad that everything turned out great for you guys and um, the skills that you have. Like I said, I just I really do. When I look at you and I talk to you, I feel you can feel that militant type personality but not in a negative way yeah. right like I don't think that you're going to chop my head off or anything like <laughs> well I think it's helps you guys get very structured yeah and, um yeah. throughout your business and it's almost like this is what I do there is no deviance like or deviating from that it's bl- it's black and white mm-hmm. these yeah. are the things that I have to get done today at least I've seen it with you and your list Nick and <laughs> <laughs> I know very structured yeah putting me to shame yeah. So Trish, what do you find the biggest advantages are about, and we we do have a topic tonight, so do you want to let everybody know what your main topic is before we go too far with more about you guys? Yeah, we we're going to do preparing your home for the spring market. Mm-hmm. So um, people need to start moving now. Yeah. Yeah, because spring market is upon us because the weather has been on our side. Inventory is extremely low, and mm-hmm. it's Super Bowl Sunday's over, so yeah. it's time to list your home let's get to it yeah and the patriots weren't in the playoffs so like Mm -hmm. it started soon it really did yeah it started really fast this year um so back to the team stuff just a little bit more is the advantages that you're seeing trish now because you have been a solo agent yourself what do you think the biggest advantage is having nick by your side just there's so much there's so much to do on a daily basis there's a when people are like oh i want to get into real estate oh i can do it part time it's like mm-hmm. no you it's so it's it's very demanding and it's it's all the time mm-hmm. like i think nick is struggling with the schedule because mm-hmm. it's just always mm-hmm. you're just always on like your phone could ring right now and then mm-hmm. you're going in that direction when you thought you were going in this no, direction. No, neither one are you are leaving right now. You are the show. <laughs> no, don't worry. <laughs> we're not going in. But we were like, but that's the thing. It's like at, you know, seven o'clock at night you were done, mm-hmm. you know, unless you had like networking stuff. But like Saturdays and Sundays were typically days off. Now it's like can we work a day off in here? And I'm like, mm. Mm, maybe for you, maybe for one of us. Mm-hmm. But then it's just, but you know. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic, definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I think taking some time off is important for yeah. your mental Sanity. health and mm-hmm. and all that. But um, but then there's for me, if we work straight out Saturday and Sunday, and then I'm like, well, maybe we'll maybe I'll take Tuesday. Yeah. You get to Tuesday and then you feel you feel guilty. You're like, well, it's Tuesday. I have to work. I, mean, <laughs> no. like, I, yep. think I could get ahead if I start yeah. doing this, mm-hmm. you know, just a couple hours mm-hmm. in the morning before anything's really happening. But then your phone rings and you're like, oh, I got to go show this because it just popped on. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, you, you take the slow when it happens. But when it's 
busy, you just go. Mm-hmm. And it is nice that you have the two of you now. So, I mean, I know that with our team, um, Melissa is also licensed and Mary is licensed. And I was doing some stuff. I think it was over the weekend, actually, Saturday. I was here doing some thing. We hadn't fully unpacked yet. So I had to go through like all the stuff in the storage. And that's what I had planned for the day. Mm-hmm. And my phone rang a couple times and I picked up and, you know, because that's important and we're trying right. to do that. And somebody wanted some more information. I was literally hanging off the top of like a like a shelf. I don't like, doubt it. I'm like, so I'm just going to like um, text you like um, my team members' phone numbers and one of them are going to be able to help you. I'm really sorry. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to fall like right here. So um, anyways, so that's the good thing about having a team. So why don't we get right into the topic here? Ladies, do you want to start? Mel, now that you joined us. Yeah. Hello to Melissa. Sorry about that. We were having problems with Facebook. Um, yeah. So we're going to be talking about um, preparing your home to sell specifically in the spring market because we're already in it um i talked to trish and nick earlier um about how we're gonna sort of dive into it and i think that we should start with the exterior because it's the first thing that people see um so we're gonna be talking about curb appeal and the importance of maintaining um the exterior of your home um because again it's the first thing that people see as they're either driving by or driving in and um and we think that that's super important so um, what do you guys think that is the most important thing that people should do exterior-wise before listing their home or even contacting a realtor? On the exterior, um, just getting like a, like depending upon the time, just a yard cleanup, a general cleanup, tidy up all your shrubs, get all the leaves out. If you need to cut the lawn, if that's the time of year, get the lawn cut, trim back everything. Pick up all the dog poop. Oh, gosh. That's a good point, because I was actually literally at a final walkthrough the other day, and she's walking around. She's going, oh, watch out for the landmine. Yeah. (laughs) Watch out. Oh, there's more. Oh, oh, there's more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, and that was a big dog. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) We were at an open house. It was literally like we're all like dancing around the yard. It's gross. So it's those little things that you don't really think of at the end of the day. Okay, yeah. it's not that big of a deal to you because you never go to that side of the yard. But when, you surely know. when somebody's looking at your house, they're walking around there. Yeah, yeah and then you don't want them to try to get back through your house <laughs> if they started outside. True, true. Yeah. And then even if you can if you can afford it, if you can get a, like a lawn care service just for the spring and into the early summer while you're trying to sell your house, I think it, it you know, does wonders for your lawn. Yeah. Fertilizing, make you a nice green grass. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just found out that there was a thing called overseeding. I had oh, no, yeah. I, oh, I had oh, no yeah. idea. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's interesting how much goes into curb appeal. Everybody, so what is it? I don't really know, but I know it when I see it. Like, if your house is run down, like, even exterior painting sometimes, mm-hmm. yeah, that can go along with curb cute. appeal, too. Like, just the doorways or the windows. The garage trim, like around Just touching the baseboard, up. touch it up. Yeah. Paint your front door. Sometimes like a nice, clean, bright color. Brush. Yeah. Power wash. Yeah. Power wash your siding. Yeah. Everybody has a mossy side. They do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do. I actually was at the studio today doing some promos for the show, and I did one. Um, do you want to hear it? Hear it. It was something like this. <laughs> do you believe in love at first sight? I do. And it's called curb appeal. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so true. It is true. And if you can't get people in the door, then it's going to be very difficult to sell your home. Yeah. So that's why it's so important, right? And I, as a real estate agent, when we bought our house, I did not even want to go in. 
I didn't want to go in. I'm like, no, that's not my, not, not for me. And Nick's like, we're going in. And then he saw it, and I loved it once I got inside. But honestly, I was just going to drive right by. Well, what do you tell your clients to do? Do a drive-by. Do a drive-by. Right. Especially if you don't know the area, do, do a drive-by. Drive so before you're ever walking in that house, you're driving by. Yeah. That's your curb appeal. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want them to come in. That's a good point. You got to get them through the front door. You got to get them through the front door. Yeah. Yeah, we have a, a, a purchase that we're working on right now, and that a curb appeal 100% sold that house, in my opinion. It's I mean, it, it got multiple offers, got people through the door. I mean, it's beautiful. They have it like professionally landscaped. You know, their shrubs, their mulch beds, like everything is perfect. That's crazy because you're talking about a purchase right now and it's February. I know. <laughs> because like, we just don't have snow. So everybody you're talking can about see a beautiful everything. exterior and it's February. Yeah. <laughs> Mid February. Yeah. Now's the time to sell, I'm saying. Yeah. So it just in general curb appeal matters it being, you know, even the winter. It's yeah. all about the weather. Well here's something to think about. Did have we started the spring market that much earlier because of the weather? I mean, you guys would know more than I based on all your years, but you know, I feel like typically the spring market starts earlier for a seller anyways because they got they have to get their house ready. Mm-hmm. And then all the buyers come once they put the their houses on the market, but I feel like this year, yeah, it's really It's early. It's early. I feel like we didn't have a winter. <laughs> yeah, and I yeah. think one of the things is is that we have sort of an overflow of people who didn't find houses last year. So they sort of took a break for the holidays, and now they're saying, all right, we're ho- they're just looking every day for any new inventory to come on the market. So we had one of our agents, Susan Solis, who's newer with uh, Boston Connect Real Estate. She had a home in Duxbury. What was that on the market for? For... Um, it was in the fours. Yeah, four eighty nine maybe something like that. Four seventy nine. She had a hundred and twenty people come through the house. Wow. Oh my Over Lord. fifty groups of people oh my come gosh. through that house, and she ended up obviously with multiple offers on the property. But that just shows you one how many people are in that price range. Two, how many people want to get into Duxbury. I'm finding that as a difference. Are you guys seeing that difference? Is that people are not so committed to just one town? Yeah, they can't be. Yeah. Mm. They can't be because then they're. There's next to nothing. Mm-hmm. And when people are tied to a town, it's just that much harder. They have to be like like every second just waiting for that one to pop because as soon as it does, they need to be in the door. There's 30 other people or 30 other buyers that want it right behind you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Especially in a in a um, attainable price point like the 400. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, 4 to 500 in most towns is it's everything's going so fast. I think I looked at a statistic the other day in one of the towns around here and Everything outside of that price range was, you know, 15 to 20 days to sell it. And it was like two days for anything between four and five hundred thousand dollars. So that's wow. overwhelming. <laughs> that's like for sellers, like that's overwhelming. Like we're trying to prepare people that it's going to happen fast. And it, I don't know if they truly believe it until it happens. And like, well, we didn't price it high enough. And it's like, no, like you priced it correctly. You've got multiple offers and they're it's just they're pushing it up and mm-hmm. like. We can't like inflate the numbers, but a buyer's willing to mm-hmm. go up the higher. The value of your house is what a buyer is willing to pay for it. Right. Period. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And there's ten of them that want to pay for it, so they're gonna okay. The offers. It's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. So um, one of the other things I was gonna say, well, in terms of exterior things to get ready, and Trish can I think speak volumes to this is the septic system. Oh God. Yeah. 
So the septic system is um, something that most of us have on the South Shore. It's very common. Um, so that's a private septic system that's in your backyard. And you have a company come out and test it for all their requirements. And if it passes, congratulations. Yay. <laughs> Big obstacles. Your toilet flushes, like Nick said. <laughs> Big obstacles you're not going to have to worry about. But if it fails, there's... There's a process involved, and I think that, like, okay, well, you can't now wait for an offer to test your septic system. It's just because your timeline is now thrown out the window. And we had a couple of sellers who had failed septic systems, and the timeline is, is, like, once it fails, you have to get an engineer out there. They have to, you know, come out, do a site visit, mark out things. It takes some time. They have to draw it up. It has to go to the town. The town's going to send it out to their independent engineer. Engineer, Thank you very much. And that's going to take a little bit of time. They're going to give you the thumbs up. They're going to make you change it. It's going to go back to the engineer. And then they have to have a meeting. And every town follows a different process for when they meet. And some meet every week. No, not every week, but... Mm. Some meet more frequently than others, and others cancel the meeting at a moment's notice, and they may only meet monthly. So then you're now like a month away from getting an approval to find out if you can put that system in. Meanwhile, you have a buyer that's ready to buy, and they can close in 45 days, but you're like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I'm still waiting on the town to do this. Um, So... Yeah, I just find that this is one of the most eye-opening things when we sit down and talk to sellers is... Yeah. They don't truly understand the process process of a septic system. And when you drive around town and you see people digging up a septic system, and you're like, oh, they did that in three days, or they did that in four days, and we're trying to explain this, this is like a two-month process, potentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, we had two people at the same time with both going for engineers in the same exact town, and one engineer was on the ball, got it done in 30 days. The other one... Uh, it, it was like I bet you that was days. my engineer. It your, was your, your engineer, engineer is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I am only yes. going to use him. He was Shane ben- McGlone. Yeah. He, he is, is phenomenal. amazing, isn't he? He's, He's such phenomenal. a nice guy too. And he just like you ask him a question, he gets right back to you. Mm-hmm. Can you get me this? Yeah, it's in my email. Done. And yep. I was like, I was just blown away mm-hmm. because I'm like, how in the same week we had the same problem, and we're closing and it's done, and this one is just floundering. Mm-hmm. Not floundering. It was just dragged out well what ends up happening sometimes too is you know sellers like we did have a seller one time and he's like i have my own people i have my own people and i'm like all right you can use your own people i can't stop you from doing that right but then when there's a hesitation or a delay there's you used your own people and because they're doing you a favor and you just saved 150 dollars um they're not in any rush because they gave you a break on you know the engineering plans one of the things that i'm very surprised about with the title five is that people sometimes like you said don't wait until you have a buyer you know for it and we recently took over a listing that had been on the market for six months previously and my first question was well did your title five pass and they're like well we haven't done the inspection yet and i said all right let me do some research and um look into that and the house was built in like the 89 i think it Mm -hmm. was right so i actually had melissa um call town hall for me i'll go over to town hall and find out we had it as a three-bedroom septic that's what is in um, the assessors that's what it was listed for before but the flow has changed so knowing a lot about these things is so important so we were able to actually call it a four or five bedroom house 
because the flow changed from 1989 to right now. Yeah, yes. that's something I just learned. We actually. learned that yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I could have told you that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, the the leaching field on this one did fail, uh, so they're going to have to do a new one. So we're working with Shane and Al um, on that. Um, so Al Wood and Shane McGlone, they're yeah. awesome. But I also think that it it does make a difference when you have your house on the market because can you maybe bump up your price a little bit or can you maybe a little bit but one thing i know for sure it's good for marketing it's certainly yeah. good for marketing if you're getting a brand new system nothing they have to stress about um but yeah and then the uh, the last part of like even once the installer comes and puts in the new septic system and say it only takes four days the town still has to come out and inspect to give you a certificate right. of mm-hmm. compliance and some towns will let you know, well, I have 45 days to come back and tell you it's okay. And you're like, but we're trying to close. Mm. Like, it, we understand that it. makes me mad. I want to shove his head I down know. the toilet. It was a she, but yeah. I was like, it's okay. okay. We're an equal opportunist. That was just like, I'll flush it. <laughs> it was just so stressful. I was like, these people just want to buy it. We just need to be favors. So there are times where, like, I'm at the town hall. Because they can't give me the paper. I have to meet the installer. They have to give me the paper. I have to run it to closing. And it's like all these logistical things that we do behind the scenes. It's just like, yep, we'll have it. It'll be done. Mm. Don't worry about it, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. But we just have to make sure our ducks in a row like in the beginning because the timeline could get thrown way out. So you could even take that one step further because I know I've heard it a lot. And I'm sure you guys have too. All right, my septic system failed. I have an accepted offer. My septic system failed. I'm just going to have the buyer I'm going to, the price of the house is just going to go up. I'm just going to have the buyer pay for it. No. Mm, no. And so explain why that doesn't work. Because everybody needs a flushing system. Like everybody needs a system that works. And people can't get financing, traditional financing, on a failed septic system. So even if the seller reduces the price and puts it in the buyer's responsibility, there's only a few types of loans that a buyer can get that can cover a home with a failed septic system and most buyers are not gonna take on that big thing and then you still have to pay for the engineering like there's there's so many pieces that are that have well to that's be why i don't understand why it's always such a surprise to some sellers i mean they, it's almost like people assume that it's always going to pass right. no matter what the age is but it could be a 10 year old septic system but if you didn't take care of it if you didn't maintain it mm-hmm. it's not gonna pass like you have to maintain these things and i actually had someone come through my open house who was not familiar with um with private septic and totally turned them off because they've heard horror stories because of it it doesn't have to be a horror story if you maintain it but they were coming from the city they're not used to stuff like that and they they essentially eliminated pembroke because of it wow Wow. they just didn't want to deal with it wow that's, that's for whatever yeah. reason i wasn't it, gonna probe no, but yeah. <laughs> well it's like knowledge is power if you understand what the system does and how it works and as long as you take care of it you're fine for 30 plus years yeah. and then you just gotta read what it. sharon said i mean i it's great for marketing like you you have the potential to uh if your septic system fails you have the potential to uh put your house on the market for a little bit of a higher price point if you're going to be putting it in and you can't afford to do that and unless you know you have a little bit of a higher price point but you can spin it with marketing saying you're getting a brand new septic system might not be a brand new house but at least like something like that that is very costly to replace 
it, it it's it's great to know that you have and then you can also increase the septic size too so right. Right. if you have a three bedroom you can go from a three bedroom to a four bedroom or or whatever yeah. um and that can be used for great marketing too mm-hmm. um we did that i think with one of our um raised ranches mm-hmm. um, yeah. we were able to increase the bedroom size we had the space in the house but because the septic si- system was for um a three bedroom we were able to upgrade it to a four. Yeah. And what you just said just reminded me of like, yeah, like your house may look like a four bedroom all day, but your septic system is only rated for a three bedroom. We can only legally market your home as a three bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's insanely important to have that checked. And that's um, speaking to Sharon's point of knowing the rules and regulations for each and every town. They're different. They, they are. are not. Yeah. They are not the same across the board. And you might may have purchased a what looked like a four bedroom house but you really can only sell a three-bedroom house because of the way your septic system was designed. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, having an agent that's um, knowledgeable about that, like you guys and us, is m- like so beneficial to sellers who are able to kind of help, nav- we can help navigate and answer those questions or find right. the answers for you. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of nuances. I mean, we had a situation where uh, the septic, septic design couldn't transfer with ownership. This, remember, so the so basically the septic design was done by the by the sellers. They wanted to transfer that septic design to uh, yeah. to someone else uh, so they could build on the land. And uh, the town's telling them, no, you have to go get your own septic design. Which Why? I know, I, I know. it's it's odd, you know. And everybody is kind of there is there is a town there is a town that I know that I find this very strange. You have to have a past Title V in order to be able to sell your house, but then after you purchase it, you have to have another test done two months later. No kidding. Wow. wow. What time? I'm not gonna, no. I believe, I believe it is one of the Eastons. Sam would be able to speak to that, but I thought There's it was very- one Easton. Southeastern, Southeastern oh, or Easton, it's it's yeah. it's one of. Yeah. Um, he had a really hard time with one of his resales in there because the town required that it was not only tested once, it was test- tested twice. That's strange. Mm. Once by the seller, once by the buyer. So I don't know. Wow. Well, we could have a whole show just on yeah. Title yeah. Five. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say one more thing on it is, it really is not the requirement of the seller to do a Title V inspection. It just falls on the seller as the responsibility because you can't get a buyer to get a loan without a passing Title V. So in some situations you could see you know, that the, the buyer is responsible for the inspection and everything else. But what buyer would then take the responsibility to check somebody's septic system without knowing if it's gonna pass or fail? Right, because right? it is expensive to test. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. doing a home inspection, it's like, it's a lot of money, it's yeah. just add up. Absolutely. So we'll definitely have a full show. Um, we've done some in the past as well. Um, I did do my promos today, so let me tell you my promo for uh, septic system in Title V. <laughs> it started off like this. Uh, generally, you don't, um, unless you're married to a plumber, you don't really wonder what happens when you flush the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> so that's how I started that one. So let's move off from oh, one other thing with the yards that I was thinking about. And generally, we tell people to do this in the fall, but I think it's important to do it in the spring, especially with some of the windstorms we've had recently yeah. this year. No snow, but a lot of wind to really be careful um, taking down branches and things mm-hmm. that are overhanging the house. Uh, don't do it yourself. We've seen too many injuries that way, uh, but also, you know, extra leaves and pine needles and things like that that are stuffed in your gutters. You want to yes. make sure you 
clean your gutters, we still have the opportunity for a freeze and a snow. So you want to make sure that you're getting all those things cleared out um, with the past weather that we've had. So uh, I think we're moving on into the house. So what are your next top tips for uh, preparing your home? Actually, you know what, um, Ben, I wonder where we only have um, a couple seconds left here until our seven o'clock. Is that right? That is correct. Would you like to just go ahead and initiate that now? Uh, yeah, so we will be right back after our 7 o'clock break, and we're going to do a commercial or two. I think they told them about that. Uh, but when we come back, please uh, continue to listen in. You have us for an additional half hour tonight. Yay! Yay. That's where we need the clapping hands. Uh, but you're listening to Talk Real Estate. We are here at our Talk Real Estate Roundtable right here at 19 Metapisa Street in Pembroke. Uh, we're in the house with Patricia and Nicholas Flynn, otherwise known as the Flynn Team. Uh, we're excited to have them. We're talking about how to prepare your home for the spring market. So uh, please come back and uh, we'll be here. We'll see you soon. WATD FM Marshfield, WMEX Quincy, WBMS Brockton, and Translator W266DA Brockton. The South Shore's first choice for live team coverage of breaking news, emergency traffic, and severe weather. WATD. Streaming online at 959WATD.com. And with your smart speaker, just by saying play WATD. President Trump issues pardons and commutations of high-profile officials and business people. AP Sagar Magani with more. There's former Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich, who has served eight years of a 14-year prison term for political corruption. That was a tremendously powerful ridiculous sentence in my opinion. A former New York police commissioner who served time for tax fraud and lying to the White House and a financier who broke federal securities laws. We have uh, Bernie Carrick, we have Mike Milken. And ex-San Francisco 49ers owner Eddie DeBartolo Jr., who was involved in a gambling scandal. Jerry Rice was on the Super Bowl teams DeBartolo helped build and was here when the pardon was announced. Today is a great day for him. Sagar Magani at the White House. Trump also claims to know the identity of the author known as Anonymous, a senior administration official who wrote an inside the White House account that painted the president as inept and dangerous. Well, who is it? Can't tell you that. But I know, but we won't. Uh, we won't get into it. Uh, people know it's. People know it's a fraud. Mike Bloomberg, after spending hundreds of millions of his own money, has gained enough support in the polls to score a place on stage in tomorrow night's Democratic Party presidential candidates debate in Las Vegas. Former New York City mayor, who only recently entered the race for the party's nomination, is being sharply criticized by the other candidates for trying to buy his way into the race. The coroner in Lexington County, South Carolina, says six-year-old Faye Marie Swetlick was strangled last week. We have concluded that Faye's death was a homicide and took place within only a few hours after she was abducted. Margaret Fisher says the girl was killed by a neighbor who later killed himself. She had gotten off the school bus and was last seen playing in her front yard. This is AP News. Good evening. Damp and rather dreary as we head into this evening. The Temperature in the mid-40s with some rain showers ending. Areas of dense fog across the south shore into Boston and clearing a low of 38. 
Tomorrow we'll get back to some sun mixed with clouds at times. Blustery wind gusts to 25 and 35 miles an hour in the wake of the storm. High in the low to mid 40s. Tomorrow night, clear, brisk, and very cold. Low 22. Thursday will stay on the cold side despite sunshine. Right into Friday, very dry. Some cloudiness along the coast with a storm way out over the ocean. Highs near 32 and then turning milder and dry going into the weekend. For WATD, I'm meteorologist Rob Gilman. This is Alyssa McNamara-Reed with McNamara Financial in Marshfield. Here's what people want to know about me. Are you a fiduciary? Are you independent? And thus are your recommendations for me in my best interest? Are your costs reasonable? Can you help me with my money and making a plan for my future? Fortunately, the answer to all of those questions is yes. Call my office to find out more. 781-834-2010. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. Back, you are listening to Talk Real Estate with uh, the Boston Connect Real Estate Broker Team. My name is Melissa Wallace. I'm here with my team members Sharon McNamara and Mary Baker, and we are joined by the one and only uh, Flynn team. Yeah, there's two I, of you, but there's say, the one and only team. That's right. The one and only team. So we have Trish and Nick Flynn, um, both realtors here at Boston Connect Real Estate, um, and we are talking about top tips for preparing your home. Um, But if you have any questions regarding real estate, please call us at the studio, 781-837-4900 tonight. And for the next few weeks, we think we're going to be on um, until 730. So we got an extra half hour with everybody to get our topics in. So we get to stay the whole commute. Yeah, we get to stay the whole commute all the way home. Hopefully it doesn't take you like two and a half hours to get home. But if it does, I'm sorry. Anybody remember the Rush Hour Renegades from uh, Full House? Oh, (laughs) I do not. Um, If you want to hear any of our past shows, you can connect with us um, on Facebook. Um, Find us there, Boston Connect, Instagram, Boston Connect Real Estate. Or you can go to talkrealestateradio.com and listen to all of our podcasts. so let's go back into um, top tips for preparing your home. And something that I thought about during the um, break was um, it might be a good idea um, to to sort of ask your realtor if you if you really think that your home is going to be selling and selling quickly. It might be a good idea to ask your realtor what what do you. Th- what do you think is going to be looked at during the home inspection? So you can address those issues before you even put the house on the market. Um, A lot of it is probably going to do with maintenance um, to like the heating system, the, you know, HVAC, all that, all that fun stuff. Um, And everything that we talked about earlier too, with the title five. But um, I, I don't know. I think that's a good idea to sort of ask your realtor, Hey, like, what should I be, um, prepared for, yes. or um, or what should I address before we even put it on the market? Yes, and I think that a lot of times, like we live in our houses, we don't like take a giant pokey thing and jab our sill every few years. Like we just don't do it. Um, a lot of people just don't go in there at it. They just mm-hmm. don't. Like they grab their Christmas stuff and they're just looking for the Christmas stuff or whatever else mementos they're pulling down. And they're not looking at their rafters. They're not looking. They're not taking a deep look. Mm-hmm. They're not looking for the problem things that usually come up on home inspections. And it's almost like, should you, you know, shell out a couple hundred bucks and have a home inspector come out and like, 
before you even yeah, have the buyer just like come a, in? Yeah, like a pre-inspection. Yeah. Sorry, I started laughing because I just I thought of this um, when you said rafters. Sharon and I had gone to um, a listing appointment in uh, one of the Bridgewaters, and we we were upstairs in the master bath and we were talking um, to the homeowners and all of a sudden they said oh if you hear any f- like flittering or whatever that's just the bats in, oh, in the awesome. attic uh-huh. and and we were like well I don't think anybody wants to purchase bats so maybe you might want to address that yeah. so they knew that there was an issue but they just hadn't really addressed it which yeah. was a little strange yeah. but um, you know maybe they like bats maybe they're they're eating vampires. mosquitoes it's perfect. Um, yeah, they're eating the mosquitoes, but you they knew that there was a, a, an, issue. an issue and there was a way for them to get in, but it wasn't being addressed. So something that um, Sharon had done was she followed up with them and gave them um, some information on somebody who is local who deals with bats. Because yeah. not every um, pest inspector deals with bats. Oh, good to know. Yes. I, I would say just in general, like, one of the biggest things that pops up is mold now in attics. Oh, so yeah. go up there, take a look at your attic, see what's going on. If you see some black stuff, I know you're not an expert, none of us are, but if you see some black stuff in you know in your rafter bays, maybe call someone in, like you said, yeah. to have them take a look at it, get a quote so at least you're ahead of the game or even have it mitig- mitigated. Well, mold know? is like a trigger word. So yes. yeah. when people hear mold, they automatically assume the worst and it could be mitigated pretty easily and it could just be because of events from the bathroom or something that that just needs to be redirected or or something like that and uh, it's an easy fix it can be an easy fix Mm -hmm. but i think once somebody says mold it's just like trigger for a lot of people it is and it can be very scary for like yeah you know, a first-time home buyer, things like that. But like you said, it can be treated and addressed. And sometimes just being proactive and saying, yep, there was a mold problem, XYZ happened, we had this company, here's a warranty. And then it's like, oh, okay, they're, you know, they took care of it. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of a big one. Well, that just shows, like, okay, they took care of this. I'm sure they took care of a lot of other things that happened during their time. 100%. Oh, yeah. Um so that's yeah. always good to and have. I like what keep you your s- receipts. Keep your yeah. receipts. Yeah. Oh, keep Which everything. I don't do. <laughs> and like, who did Nick, you're about work? to learn. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that you don't. <laughs> I know that was one. That's one thing. <laughs> that's my one fault. The only has one. <laughs> uh, but yeah. like you said, like having like the big mechanicals like serviced. It's just you know maintaining it. Routine like, yeah. maintenance. Right. Don't mm-hmm. put it off and then you get a you get longer life out of it when you're maintaining it. Right. That's how you keep your warranty programs, too. So if you have warranties on any of your mechanicals, um, like even my carpet, I have to have it professionally cleaned once a year, and they warranty it. I was like, oh. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. We have to talk about that company. Oh, oh I will. I will give you his name. <laughs> but like, just like leaky pipes, like you know, where things have been like corroded, and it might not be leaking anymore because it's just fully corroded. Like, just get it addressed. Bound you know, to cause a problem all the time. You know, as soon as you go down your basement, and you look up. Like, take a hard look when you look up and try to yeah. get well, ahead I- of it. One thing that we do, and I know you do this too, Trish, is when when we walk through a house, Sharon's very conscious of saying, "I'm please never know that I'm never insulting your house, but I am walking through with the eyes of a buyer because yeah. mm-hmm. a buyer is looking for what's wrong and not for what's right. Mm-hmm. So when we're walking through, it's we are calling out certain things like, hey, there's a crack in the ceiling or there's a water stain. I'm going to assume that that maybe was from ice dams, you know, 
of something that you could do before having somebody come through. And that's the other thing is like yeah. a lot of times like if a if a bathroom on the second floor was leaking onto the first floor and you addressed the 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 problem, but then you never took it that extra step to fix the ceiling. It's like, well, now that's a glaring problem mm-hmm. to a buyer, and it's like, oh, well, it was leaking They're and we fixed it, worst. but then mm-hmm. you know sometimes they think the worst. So it's just like go that extra step, finish the project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's better to always have the answer so you can say you know, why is there a watermark, you know, in the living room? And then we can say, oh, well, X, Y, and Z happened. They took care of it. They just didn't happen to paint. Right. Exactly. Yep. The roof was leaking, and now they have a new roof. Yep. Um, I was going to say, even along the same lines of what what you were talking about, where ask your real estate agent, you know, home inspection items that could pop up that they could get ahead of. Um, Same thing with, like, with any type of project, what projects are going to return the most on, you know, have the best ROI? What projects it makes sense to actually do? What projects maybe don't make sense to do, you know? Mm Because in this market, you don't have to do too much. (laughs) Well, we always say, you know, if you don't spend a lot of money on it, if you're not going to enjoy it and don't customize it so much that Mm -hmm. it's your taste and you're selling it anyways. Right. That was actually our last show. We did move or improve. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you can catch that on the podcast. (laughs) Go, Go listen. Um, but let's get into some of these uh, top tips for interior. I know, Trish, you have a very extensive list. I always do. It's a little, it's a little scary. Yeah. Um, you should see her CMA analysis. Yeah. I, I, we, um, I give a lot of information. We've done you this. You certainly do. We've done this show before, and what we did before, I think we, we went room by room. But we can, yeah. we can do general room by room, whatever you guys are comfortable with. Um, no, but I, I think makes sense but okay. just like some overall general thing like get a dumpster purging all those trips just like if you don't have like a pickup truck and that's something like you you have to start planning your move mm-hmm. logically and it gets it's a very stressful process so it's like the more you can get done up front the mm-hmm. better um you're all you're gonna have to take it all with you anyways and if you're planning on donating like coordinating you know, on Saturday, my buddies are coming over and they're going to take it down to Savers or Goodwill or whoever, you know, because I hate to just see everything end up in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. You never have less stuff than you think. You always yeah. have more. Like and 100%. always get the bigger truck. Yeah. <laughs> always really always, get the, always get the bigger truck. <laughs> I, I definitely agree with that. I think that the moment that you decide you're going to sell is when you should start packing. Yes. Because actually, I, like months before, I, if you're yeah. considering, if you're considering it, um, you know, but circumstances happen, yes, and you yeah. all of a sudden have to. But you know, once you decide and it's real that you're gonna sell, you should move. You should not. Pack. You should start packing. Yeah. Um, I recently moved. Everybody knows that I moved in with Mary and Sam. Yay. Um, but I was packing. I mean, I was really only packing at night and the weekends and stuff like that. But I, I had started packing for at least a month before I was even even got a U-Haul and packed that up. But my roommate didn't, and she started very late, and she threw away a lot of things because mm-hmm. she just didn't have time, and we ran out of time. I, I was like, "Well, I'm taking everything with me. I'm <laughs> yeah. good." It's, like, it's true, and but, you know, especially when you've lived in a house for many, 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 many years, and you have stuff like in the basement that you haven't mm-hmm. looked at in like 15, 20 years, but. Mm-hmm. And now you're going down, like, the memories and all this stuff. And then what you thought wasn't going to take you so long. And now you're weeding through stuff that was maybe, like, your grandparents' stuff. And you're like, oh, my gosh, do you remember this? And it's like, 
you guys are just putting it in a box. Start moving yeah. it. Like, just, you've got to keep going. Like, yeah. get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tell people, like, you think, you don't think you have much stuff. Mm-hmm. I literally wanted to kill my mom when she was doing her thing. And we did, like, the attic and the basement on two separate occasions. Mm-hmm. And she just kept being like, I don't have a lot of stuff. I don't have a lot of stuff. Bring your junk. You can throw it in our dumpster. And we ended up taking our stuff with us because mm-hmm. there was just... She had a lot of stuff, and she really yeah. didn't. Like, if I thought about it, I wasn't like, oh, God, here we go. Like, she's, she was a purger, but it was, it's a lot. Well, because everything has its place. Yeah. In your house, everything right. has its place. Now your job is to take everything out of its place and find a new home for it. So you're like, oh, I haven't looked at this shirt in six months. You should get rid of it. I am guilty of that. <laughs> I don't get rid of any clothes. You remember when I was in the military, you had an option if you wanted to when they moved you that you could have packers come in. So you had packers come, and then you had movers come. But the packers came on moving day to pack all of your stuff into boxes, and then movers came and actually physically moved it. And Trish and I opted for that on our last move. We said, okay, we'll have the packers come and do this. And I think two days after making that decision, we just had a pure anxiety attack. We're like, no, no, we got to stop packing (laughs) now. We we can't just wait till the day Day of. It's funny. But they're professionals, yeah. and I learned I learned quite a bit when they did it. And that's the other thing is like you're not a professional packer, <laughs> and like you're just gonna end up yeah. throwing it in trash bags. You're like just well, get it out, and end, you're screaming. The at last your, day that you're packing, you just throw it in boxes and trash bags, and nothing makes sense or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then you're like, that was my precious thing, and now it's not precious anymore because it's broken. <laughs> Yep. So we're taking a photo out. Yeah, Why don't we Why don't we start with the kitchen? Yeah, mm-hmm. kitchen. Kitchen. Just start weeding stuff out. Like yeah. the dishes. Like just everybody gets a cup, a dish. Like basically, basic you get one bare cup, one fork. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> though, one plate. If you can get down to just a couple of different things, or yeah. just paper stuff in the meantime. But like weed out all your extra stuff that you don't use on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, pare down. Just pare down. What about, like, so this is just me, deep cleaning. Oh, my God. So that's, for some that's, reason, my kitchen drives me crazy. That's why I'm thinking, like, you just need a deep clean, don't you? Like, just really scrub the floors. That is a non-negotiable. When non- you're putting your house on the market for your first open house, a deep clean is a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that there are different standards and people have different ideas of what a deep clean is. Um, hire someone. Yeah, that's yeah. where her psychology degree comes into hand. Did you see the way she said it? Yeah, that was really nice. I have to remember. Was it that. nice? It was nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, people are like, it's great, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Here's, here's a card. Try her next time. Well, like, Sharon has said hard. this before, and we sort of talked about it before the show. Is everybody cleans differently? Yeah. Right. So you know, Sharon's analogy is you might you know, switch the toilet bowl this way, you know, the brush in the bowl, and someone else might go this way, you know, uh, which would be the opposite direction if you didn't. (laughs) Um, One goes left, the other goes right. But just something like, you know, I moved into Mary and Sam's house, and they used to use my bathroom, and now it's primarily mine, so I'm, you know, responsible for cleaning it, and and Mary had made a comment that, you know, I clean it so differently than Sam, and it's not... Because I didn't clean it ever. It's not that that either way is, is right right or wrong it's yes, just, a, just every yes, way everybody has a different way of doing yeah. it so i spend an hour in the, my little bathroom you know using an old toothbrush you know scrubbing no hers is legit she's got gloves up to the elbow yeah. i mean she's like <laughs> if i have my gloves on that 
means it's a deep clean it's because then I'm touching everything. everything. Exactly. <laughs> it's true. I have no fear of touching anything. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, everybody cleans differently, you know, so I, I just mm-hmm. clean. It, it, yeah. It, your house so can never be too clean. What and about, I'll just leave that yeah. out there. What about in the kitchen in terms of updating and things like that? Should people be updating their cabinets? Should they be updating their countertops? I mean, how, how far do you take it? I mean, if they're falling off the wall, maybe do something about that, but don't do anything drastic. I mean, yeah. you're you're selling it, and, and you can price your home in the condition that it's in. So yeah. if they still work, if they still open, then... You know, you don't. I don't but necessarily like think that you have to do. Open. Is this a personal question? <laughs> maybe, maybe. This is wrong. I think that um, if they function well, then you know, if people don't like the style, then they're going to change it once they get in there anyways. Right. I think the, the most important thing about any room, but especially the kitchen and the bathrooms, are, are that they're clean. Yeah. Yes. Make sure that they're clean. Do you um, want to? give your <laughs> little story that you <laughs> said earlier about uh, running your oh, hand again. Oh, yes. yes. So we, yeah, I was just going to check and see how, how the countertop was faring, and I wiped my hand across it and came up with uh, a lot more than I bargained for to the point where I wanted to burn my own hand off. <laughs> I guess Not gotta, cute. I guess we're going to clean this. <laughs> That was at your own house, thankfully, right? Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, If anybody has any questions out there and they want to reach out to us, you can totally... Ben is totally still there, and you can reach us at 781-837-4900. We're also on Facebook Live on Boston Connect Real Estate, so if you want to... If you're shy and you don't want to talk to us in person, you can can comment below. Yes. We're all shy, aren't we? One of the things on the kitchen that I think is kind of hilarious... I, I don't know. I don't want to call anybody out. But, like, oh, this appliance doesn't work. That's on you. And I'm like, but you're selling a very expensive house, and you can't mm. you can't just fix that dishwasher? Like, you can't just fix that? Like, mm. you're asking a lot of money. Mm. You know, what's a dishwasher? It's a broken dishwasher. It's worth a lot of money. <laughs> well, so let me tell you. Here's what's bound to happen. If that dishwasher is on its way to being broken, it is going to break while you're trying to sell the house, and you're just going to have to replace it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is how luck works. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, just, just I do mean, it. you want to disclose things, but at the same time, it's like, just get it fixed because they mm-hmm. want a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And they don't want a broken thing in, in yeah. their kitchen. Yeah. Just yeah. fix it. We have less than 10 minutes left in the Holy show. Holy smokes. Wow. Yeah. So let's, um, let's move along. Um, so anything else in the kitchen? Um, this could be sort of through the whole entire house, lim- eliminating odors. Yeah. We did yeah. a show on the five senses and how to use your five senses to sell um, sell your house and, and prepare it um, for selling. And one of it is, um, you know, sense of smell. So yes. if you're if you walk into the house and it smells like a litter box or it smells like cigarettes, you might not realize it because you're living in it every day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're we're not here to offend anybody, yep. but um, definitely need to eliminate some of those odors because. Yep not a lot of people like them <laughs> yeah and it's like open the windows get fresh air and like that's kind of your best bet um because sometimes when people start lighting like crazy candles and it's mm-hmm. it's just okay ugh, it's too much yeah um but cleaning your appliances like people open your stove 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. like if there's a bunch of crud in there that like ugh. your refrigerator like refrigerators are a negotiable item so sometimes people ask for them and some people don't but when you open up and it's all sticky and that's how i think you live that's 110 percent. if i open your refrigerator and it's gunky yeah i think you live like that mm-hmm. i think you just gave me a really nice show out here and right. it makes me wonder so <laughs> yeah you did your best and <laughs> now we see yeah <laughs> you missed a spot yes. yeah yep it's it's true. It's, it's yeah. I mean, if you want top dollar, you have to deliver a top dollar house. Right. I mean, you just yes. you just have to. So. Um, anything else for the kitchen? A general one that I really like that you guys have on this list, and I'm just going to call it out, is um, keeping the colors in the house very neutral. Yeah. Because yeah. Um, people do, re- I find, get distracted by paint colors, bright paint colors. Mm-hmm. It may be your personal taste. It may be really nice. Like, I painted a room in my bedroom, um, a wall in my bedroom, a really dark, bright green color. Um, dark, th- bright? Well, it's 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 bold. It's bold. Okay. Let's put it that way. It's bold. Um, like a Fenway green. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, it's no, it's, it's almost like a forest. It's like a forest, like a dark forest turquoisey green. thing. That's not everybody's forest-y turquoise. No, whatever. I'm just done. I'm just done. Take a picture and send it to everybody <laughs> yeah. later. Facebook Live. But, go but, on, go on Pinterest. You'll next find YPN it. we have at the house. It's you can come upstairs. Benjamin Moore Salamander. Ooh. You'll find oh, it. Salamander. Yeah, it's nice. So, but I know that's not everybody's first choice so yeah. I would probably paint it before I, mm-hmm. I went to sell but yeah. I'm never moving so I'm never going to paint it ever I've been extremely surprised how much return on investment you get out of painting like I know painting costs mm-hmm. a lot of money but it completely transforms the house and people really yeah. get sucked in by that I mean it completely transformed this building right. yes. I mean it's amazing how much of a difference paint can do yeah, it's it can be on the expensive side when you do it professionally, but it's well worth the investment, I think. It is. Um, and like it takes away some odors, mm-hmm. you know? If yeah. people are smokers or because well, they're washing candles. down the walls if you're doing it professionally. Right. It's like mm. Yeah, a lot of people don't wash their walls, which I find strange. Yeah. <laughs> Melissa has her gloves on. <laughs> she does her wall washings on, on Yeah, I wash the walls in the mornings. Oh yeah. <laughs> She can yeah, move in with us. If you, <laughs> Listen, if you ever find yourself needing a place, <laughs> oh, no, I'll give I'll you a bath. I'll make sure not to use matte paint when <laughs> I, I do I her bathroom because she's washing the walls over there. Yeah, I find myself <laughs> homeless. I'll go to your house. <laughs> I love Trish. If you ever need a place to live, you're always welcome. Well, if I had known you'd done that, I'd have <laughs> yeah. moved in with me. <laughs> it should have been like an interview process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're all begging for her. Please choose us. Yeah. This is why you should come to this home. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had Mark put your a private bathroom in the basement. You could have a living room. We'd break out a couple more windows, and you can come wash my walls. <laughs> Sounds like a good trade. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think so, removing yeah. clutter is yeah. super important. Yeah, we only have about four minutes, um, and we definitely want to make sure that you guys get your contact information out there to all of our. Um, so why don't we just go around and say what your what you think is the most important um, part on here um, to to let all of our listeners know. Um, bright client. Bright, clean, clean, make it shine. Pull the shades, open the curtain. Take your curtains. Just take, take the curtains, curtains down. down. Just that get rid of them. Mine. Take Just your curtains take down. Take them down. They, they, they can't down. be there. They're they gone. They can't be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Nick, go. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with paint. I still think paint is the biggest one. <laughs> Sticking with paint. You can't, you can't get 
get your mind off the paint. Yeah. Okay. All right, Sharon, go. I'm going to um, I'm going to say um, emptying out your closets and taking things off of your counters because if you don't have space for your things, I'm certainly not going to have space for my things. So I would say that that's the big one for me. Declutter. Mm-hmm. Mel, mm-hmm. go. Um, yeah, I would say get rid of all the knickknacks, uh, get rid of everything off the wall. You know, you want to depersonalize it, but, you know, obviously not be offended by it, but just take a lot of the, uh, the personal stuff off because you're not selling your family, you're selling your house. So that's, that's my tip. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with rugs. Take your rugs out. Oh, if, nice. you ha- if, if you have little area rugs, um, um, you know, those beautiful oriental rugs. One, you don't want people walking on them. I mean, there's going to be people trekking around your house, but two, having one smooth surface and kind of consistency throughout really helps um, make a room look brighter, appear bigger. Um, so yeah, that's mine. That's my big one. Mm-hmm. So Nick, Trish, give your contact info and tell people kind of the areas you service real quick and how they can get in touch with you. Um my email is tflynn at bostonconnect.com. My telephone number is 781-223-3286. And we service pretty much all of Massachusetts. Yeah, and I would like to think of our corridor basically from like Route 24 around the Bridgewaters all the way out to Marshfield and the coast. Mm-hmm. Nice. You know. And to Boston. That's a pretty big span. Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's two of us. Yeah. <laughs> What's your um, email address? So my email address is teamflynn at bostonconnect.com and my phone number is 781-264-4261. Say that one more time. 781-264-4261. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. That was a lot of fun. Having us. Yeah. See, it goes by quickly. I know you were nervous. I wasn't going to call you out, but I did. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for another half hour? Because we could probably get that time too. Oh, no? Lord. <laughs> Does everybody want to listen to us that long? Exactly. Well, if you have any questions for Trish or Nick, uh, Team Flynn, please give us a call at the office if you didn't uh, get his phone number, 781-826-8000. We'll be sure to get you right over to them. Uh, they're very, very responsive. Uh, so if you need an analysis on your home, if you just want a one-on-one consultation, they're happy to sit with you and uh, help you with your home dreams. And what is it? Your priority is my priority or something like that. Your, Your needs, needs are passion. passion. Your needs are passion. That's their tagline. I stole it for the company when we first moved here. So I'll give it back to you now. Uh, but the phone number again for Nick Flynn is? 781-264-4261. Perfect. And then you can get in touch with Trish at tflynn at bostonconnect.com. You can also find their uh, bios on bostonconnect.com. Have a great week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.